Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Everything Emaw podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joe Tillery. It is a beautiful day, and I gotta say, before we get into things here, if you enjoy the show, if you've listened a couple times, or even if this is your first time and you just happen to like the stuff we're talking about, go ahead and consider subscribing, as well as rating the podcast, wherever you get your podcast set. It only takes a fraction of your time, and it helps us out immensely. We appreciate it as much as we can. If you do end up subscribing or reviewing and taking a screenshot of that review, send it over to Pete Mundo. You can find him on Twitter or on Heartland College Sports' official website. Go ahead, find Pete Mundo. Send it his way. You will get a free Heartland College Sports koozie it is a great one i've talked about it already before go ahead and keep your beers cold all summer it's going to be hot now let's get into things here for the cats ladies and gentlemen this is one of the best times ever to be a k-state fan i know it is in my entire life and i hope it is in yours too and in case you disagree in case you disagree i have to challenge that i have a video i put together a video of just some recent clips and while this is going to feel like eight thousand things from a mile ago this all happened within a year this all of this happened within the last year of sports Think about where you're at at each clip that plays. Think about the emotions you feel listening to it and the smile that comes across your face. I want you to internalize how it feels to be a K-State fan because I know this video did the same for me. You're going to see clips of major Kansas State icons, of big dudes that really change the narrative of the program. And we have dudes at every single level of every program. And I am so honored not only to host this podcast, be the host of the Everything Email podcast, but be a part of the K-State fan base. Things are better than they ever have been. And if you disagree, I want you to take a listen to this audio clip, and we'll talk about it a little bit after. Let's start things off here. Cap off one of the best seasons in the history of the program. Been phenomenal all year. Here's Vaughn with some room past the 20, and Vaughn might be gone. He's got incredible speed, outrunning Bama defenders. Inside the 20, Vaughn inside the 10, dies for the end zone. Touchdown, K-State! He's got the ball. No! Kansas State stops him! Kansas State outlasts TCU. And they are Big 12 champions for the first time in a decade. Jerome Tang sets it up, going for the lob! Keontae Johnson on the receiving end! You fall asleep on the back line. A.J. Hogarth just throws it up and he gets behind him. He's got Hauser defending him. There's the pass, and it is Masood. And Masood hits a huge shot! Michigan State, where they take a quick two. They're down three. Here's Hauser, gives it up. Clock ticks. Hall finding Walker. Walker already stripped by Noel. Ball is loose. Noel comes out of the pack. Noel dribbles, and he lays it in. Count the basket, and Kansas State wins it. The Wildcats are headed for the Elite Eight. I would like to thank all of the coaches who took the time out to recruit me and visit me to their program. All of this has been a dream of mine, and to see it into fruition has made me extremely happy, but also extremely motivated to work even harder. It has been a very long and awaited process, but with that being said, I will be committing to Kansas State University.
family, we're on the quad. It's time to hang with Tang. Think about it. It is not that hard of a question. This is the best time to be a K-State fan ever. And I know we've won some big games. We've done some crazy things in the past. There's games where you think about for the rest of your life. How about multiple of those games across both sports this season alone? I know if you're a Big 12 football fan, you watch that Big 12 championship game, a team that basically went undefeated with TCU. Kansas State won that. Think about all the storylines of that game. Deuce Vaughn, his last game as a Wildcat. Felix Anudike Uzama, last game as a Cat. Will Howard comes in starting the season off as a backup quarterback, comes in and leads the team to a national championship in the absence of Adrian Martinez. Think about everything going on. Malik Knowles gets injured in the game. Absolutely heartbreaking for K-State fans. Think about everything that happened. All of the big names around. Julius Brents improving in NFL draft stock. And nothing but beautiful moments for Ty Zentner, who has stayed with K-State and worked his tail off to be in this situation as both the punter and the kicker. Ty Zentner, one of the most incredible storylines in K-State history this season. And I know, I know if you're one of those people that's like, well, you know, it's a kicker, it's a punter. None of that garbage, man. The guy was incredible. Think about everything you saw on the football on the football field this season. How about Deuce Vaughn going 88 yards for an 88-yard touchdown? The longest rushing touchdown ever against a Nick Saban-led defense. Against Alabama. The entire school history. Deuce Vaughn owns that record. And I know. I know we lost that game, and I know that hurts. But think about the massive brand of K-State growing every single year. We made it to a bowl game with Alabama. And then we land a guy like Avery Johnson. We have so many bright things coming our way. And everything is blooming. All the, all the flowers are blossoming right now. All the cards are in a row. Any, any analogy you want to use to say that K-State's incredible right now, that's what I'm going with. This is a beautiful time to be alive. And think about the coaching staff we have here. In football, how about Chris Kleiman? The most pure-blooded Manhattan-based coach I've ever seen. When he left North Dakota State, all I heard was, this is the perfect hire. This is an amazing hire. And I don't think I ever doubted that. I don't think, any, I mean, I'm sure there's people that are like, well, we don't want this guy. It didn't really feel like that. It felt like Chris Kleiman came in and took over Manhattan and now is an absolute icon of the city. Chris Kleiman is Manhattan. These guys come in with more love for their players than anyone I've ever seen. And they bring that to Manhattan, the happiest place on earth. How beautiful is that storyline? Let's flip over to basketball here. Think about this as well. Jerome Tang comes in after 20 years of being an assistant coach for Scott Drew and Baylor. Okay, well, that's weird. This guy never got a chance. Why, you know, why do they do that? Why are we, you know, we shouldn't sign this guy. What's happening? He can't recruit here. How about landing a five-star in his first full season of, rec of recruitment? He joined late last season and had one of the best classes in K-State history with a month to go. He started with two players and led that team to the Elite Eight and made two first-team All-Big 12 players. How about two guys, both third-team All-American in the entire country, both from Kansas State University? A team picked to finish dead last, and not a close dead last, an absolute bottom-of-the-barrel dead last. That team goes further than any Big 12 team. I mean, Texas, I guess, but they go further than any Big 12 team. And they shocked the world. And the, the rivalry between Kansas and KU, it's not even to the point where it's like, well, we beat them at football, they beat us at basketball. That's the case. Both teams are budding. Both Kansas football and K-State basketball are budding in two different ways, I will say that. You know, a team that has a losing record and loses to Arkansas in the bowl game versus a team that goes to the Elite Eight and beat KU in the regular season and postseason in terms of final standings. That team from K-State, I know people talk about the gap, you know, whatever you want to say. It doesn't really matter to me. There's so much good basketball. There's so much good football in the state. And that's all we really want as fans. We don't want to say that we're the best and nobody around us is any good. 
You know what I mean? If you're at the, at the top of the throne, but there's nobody for the next 500 miles around you, what does that throne really mean? When you can beat your rivals, teams like Iowa State, when you can beat guys you know, in Farmageddon, you can beat people all over the country that come to Manhattan, Kansas and say, well, you know what? It's just a, you know, it's a little, little brother school. You know, Nobody really cares about this school. Listen to the passion and the fans and everybody, how excited we are. Not only is this one of the most passionate and beautiful places on earth, Manhattan is an absolute gem. It's a gem. If you've never been to Manhattan, Kansas, you have to. You know, you'll walk around the town and you can feel the infectious love from everybody. Every fan that walks across you, everybody that sees you on the street is happy. I remember when I toured K-State, I can't tell you why. I was like, you know what? I don't know where to go to college. I'm just going to tour places. So I went to K-State. I went to KU, Fort Hayes, a bunch of the Kansas schools I checked out. And I can't really tell you why I chose on K-State except for an overall feel. I went for journalism and broadcast. So obviously it wasn't like, like Mizzou is technically the broadcast and journalism school. That is the case. But I didn't want to go to Mizzou. It was just a different situation. They didn't offer in-state or anything like that. But K-State was my home. I got on campus, and I can't tell you why, but I felt like I was home. And I'm sure you all know exactly the feeling I'm talking about. You know, when you've never been there, you've never experienced that culture, it's just, oh, it's just another college town. You know, it's just like Lawrence, or it's just like, you know, uh, Ames. It's just like Stillwater, or something like that, you know. How different is Manhattan than any place you've ever been in your life? It's always different. And I think the biggest reason we're so passionate, like, Chiefs fans are passionate. The Royals are absolutely garbage. We're a dumpster fire organization right now, and we're still passionate about them. To say the best fans on earth are from Kansas is not a stretch of the imagination. To say they're from Manhattan, Kansas is not that far of a stretch of imagination. We have dudes, and you got to understand that. We've got dudes at every level of every organization. Think about all the storylines. K-State basketball, Marquise Noel, daily, didn't go home for three years, stayed in the gym every single day to get better, and then has the best season of his entire career. As a fifth-year senior, he improved his draft stock so much that he's going to be an NBA draft pick. And previously, he was like in the 200 ranks of top prospects. Now he's in the top 60. Keontae Johnson, one of the biggest storylines in all of college basketball. Heart problems, a terrible situation where he collapses on the court. Years later, he's the best player in college basketball. One of the biggest shows, everybody wants to watch him. These two guys have changed what it means to be a Wildcat. And Jerome Tang is the driver's seat of that. Bringing in a guy like David Castillo, a five-star player. And I don't think he's going to be the only five-star player. I talked about it here a little bit, but I don't think he's going to be the only five-star player. There's guys that played with the son of LeBron James, Bronny James, commenting on Castillo's post saying, man, maybe I should tour K-State. This is pretty sweet. Dudes that are being recruited to Kentucky, to Duke, to USC are opening the recruitment, and half of them are considering K-State. You know, there's everybody in the country that at least has it in the back of their mind. You know what? There's something special over there, and I can't quite put my finger on it, but there's something special. I have to tour it. I challenge everybody in the world to say this is the best place to play. This is the best place to be. It's the best fans on earth. Until you've been inside the bill or you've been inside the Octagon of Doom as a part of that fan base, I don't think you've truly lived because this is unbelievable and I am so excited to commentate on this, to be a fan of this, just to be a part of it. Like, Even if I wasn't talking about K-State all the time or I wasn't doing this for the podcast or writing stories about them, it'd still be an infectious feeling I have in my heart. Somehow K-State takes a part of you and it never leaves you always hold a little bit of purple close to you and i'm sure that you feel the same way if you're listening to this podcast if not maybe you know you're hate listening and you hate me either way i hope you understand what i'm saying because it's an unbelievable time and i think everybody deserves a pat on the back for being one of the best fans in the entire world you know it's nothing without fans you see the teams that don't have fans like if any of you have gone to a royals game right it's like 20 percent capacity right now it is barren and it's a barren wasteland 
We're such a bad product. We're putting out bad, bad baseball. Nothing good is happening. But there's still fans there cheering them on. But it feels empty. It feels like, oh my gosh, this is like depressing to be at. You know, you think about what it was in 2015, 2014 when we're in the playoffs and win the World Series. Like, we had gold glovers at basically every position. And the stadium's packed. There's dudes falling over the stands. There's so many people in there. And it's screaming loud. They've never heard a baseball stadium that loud in their entire lives. And Kauffman Stadium did that. That's the fan base we have. That's the fan base we have. But you've been a part of ones where it's like, oh, this is an empty crowd. I went to visit my dad. who was uh, He's from New Mexico, just to say that. He lives out near University of New Mexico, so UNM Lobos, which is also where Ish Masood's touring, so it's a kind of a cool thing for me for, you know, keeping the tabs on Ish a little bit. But he lives out there. We went to a game, and yeah, the student section was okay, but it was like, it was quiet. Like, not to say UNM fans are not vocal or supportive or anything, but it was just... It wasn't K-State where you're screaming your lungs out and then you go for the next week without a voice. You know, it's just kind of clapping. Let's go. Yeah, good stuff, guys. It's not a screaming your head off, unbelievably excited thing. Like, the crowd is part of the team. The crowd is a player on the court for both programs. It's a player on the court. It's a sixth man on the court. Or it's the twelfth man on the defense. You know what I mean? Like, everybody is ready. And the screaming, all the cheering. Like, dudes play better when you show up for them, so they're going to show up for you. That's what K-State does better than any program in the nation. And I know that I can sit here and say, you know what, Allen Fieldhouse is really hard to play at. How about the home records? Look at the home records. K-State had one loss at home. One loss at Bramwich. And it came by three points against Texas, who came back by 20 points. I think it's going to be hard for K-State to lose games at home. Anytime Jerome Tang's there. And it's all because of his mastermind. It's all because of his big brain. He goes out and goes to every single philanthropy event, every single, like, on-campus activities saying, you know what, hey, I'm here to support you guys. All we ask is that you come back and support us. You don't see Bruce Weber out there, you know, playing volleyball for G5. You don't see, you know, you don't see uh, Bill Snyder out there, as much as I love Bill Snyder, you don't see Bill Snyder out there throwing washers with, you know, AKO. You don't see things like that. Jerome Tang understands that people will come regardless, but they're going to be so much prouder. They're going to own the team so much more and care so much more when you show up for them. It's, it's like life, you know, when you show up for somebody else, they show up for you, rather than just expecting it. You know, even though Bill Self is one of the greatest coaches of all time, and I'm not going to dunk on him by any means, but no matter what happens for the next 30 years, Allen Fieldhouse is going to be pretty close to packed because of the history and the success there. But Bill Self doesn't have to go campaigning as to why people should come out and support, and neither did Jerome Tang, but he did because he wants the best fans in the world to come support him. He's seen the energy. You know, in his mind, it would take an intervention by God for him to leave. That's what brought him to K-State was God. His faith brought him to K-State. You know, you wait for 20 years for the right opportunity, and it finally hits you. And you go to K-State, you get the best fans in the world, some of the best players, and in your first season, you go to the Elite Eight and beat every big dog of college basketball you can. Let's do a little exercise here. Think about a season with Bruce Weber. Even give me 2018 if you have to. We beat Kentucky, right? In that season, I think we beat Kentucky and Kansas. I remember the Cartier Jara windmill dunk, but think about this. How about beating Tom Izzo, John Calipari, and Bill Self in the same season? I don't think so. I don't think so. You don't get guys like that. There's too much experience. There's too much of these big five-star players. Oh, we're the little man here. We're not the little man anymore. We're not the small guy anymore. We're going to take it to Kansas. We're going to take it to Kentucky. We're going to take it to all these big teams that look at us and say, well, I mean, these guys, you know, Kansas doesn't have a brand. You know, we're Michigan State, we're Tom Izzo, we're going to be fine. How about a first-year head coach out-coaching you? Guys on the court out-playing you. Naquan Tomlin, who nobody recruited except for K-State. 
outplaying every big man. Basically outplaying Oscar Shibway. I know that's a, that's a stretch. Because Shibway, if you look at the box score, did ball out. But how about Naquan Tomlin boxing him out, keeping him in check, and getting offensive rebounds and putbacks? Show me more players that can do that. How about this team? This is the future. We are living in the future, and every day it gets better. I wake up now, and I expect a massive news break. So my one mission to you guys, my one comment to you guys, please don't take it for granted. Please don't take this for granted. I'm begging you. Because the second you take it for granted, all the progress stops. It does. And I'll use the Chiefs as the example. So I went out to the to the actual parade, and I could be wrong, and I don't want to be the vocal minority here just being pissed off about anything, because I'm not mad by any means, but... And maybe think about yourself. And I know you might be saying, well, I'm a diehard Chiefs fan. I, you know, I'm through and through. I'm this guy. I'm this guy. Think about this. The Chiefs have won the Super Bowl three times in franchise history. Two of them have been in the last five seasons. We've played in three Super Bowls in the last five seasons. We are what they'd call a dynasty. We are a dynasty. If we don't make it to the Super Bowl, it's a massive letdown. Back in the day, we hoped to make it to the AFC Championship game. I mean, not just hope, but we were always the little dog. Everybody looks at us and says, you know what, the Chiefs can't do it. They're going to choke. They got Alex Smith. They got this guy. They're not doing anything. You know, Matt Castle isn't going to win a Super Bowl. Shout out Matt Castle, by the way. He's actually doing some really good stuff in the sports broadcast world. But, like, we've always been viewed this way. Now we start to get some success, and the franchise kind of takes it for granted. You know, we're like immediately the Patriots in our minds. And I know that people might cringe when I say that, but think about it. We expect ourselves to be great every single year, and if we slightly underperform, it's a massive blow, and we suck, and everything's wrong, and everything's terrible. We're out at that parade, and it felt like everybody was just, like, validating themselves. It wasn't like a celebration because of how happy they are that this happened. It was, yeah, I told you, we're the best, told you we're the best, you know, we're awesome. It wasn't, look at how good this is. Look how great this is for the city. Think about all the energy that Philadelphia had when they won with Nick Foles. Nobody expected them to win, including the Eagles. Like, they didn't expect to win that game. They won the game. And think about how joyous that celebration was. That was how it was when we beat the 49ers. Because the the massive weight had been lifted off our chest. We were like that in the AFC Championship game. We cannot let that happen to K-State. And I'm sure that not all Chiefs fans are this way. I'm still diehard as the rest. I love the Chiefs. But it felt that a little bit. It felt that way a little bit. It really did. It felt like a validation of us standing on top of the mountain, looking down and pointing down. K State is not going to get that way. We always need to keep that hunger. So whenever you look through these massive storylines, you see five stars commit. You see guys around the league commit. You got to understand, like rent's due every day. And I know that's an old cliche saying, but rent is due every day. Things don't just get paid every single year. Like we have to earn it. And I think having Jerome Tang, I think having Chris Kleiman and all these guys, like. This is the best time to be a K-State fan, and I urge you to keep that in your head. Understand how impressive it is what we've done, but never take it for granted. This has been the Everything Emaw Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. Once again, if you like the show, go ahead and rate it and review it. Once you review it, go ahead and send a screenshot over to Pete Mundo at Heartland College Sports, either on Twitter or the website. Once you find that, you can get a free Heartland College Sports koozie. I really appreciate you guys listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. Go Cats!